Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. Uh, you know what? This is a, another great day. Um, Steeler-wise, you know what? It's going to be a hot day. It's a good day to be able to, you know, get out here and, and get after it more pads today. But I want to start off today just by um, just expressing our deepest sympathies to the Delaplane family. Of course, Jack Hydroplane Delaplane. I mean, Myron Cope, I believe it was Myron, and if I, I'm, I'm getting it wrong. I thought it was Myron that nicknamed Jack Delaplane the Hydroplane because of the way he was able to run in wet conditions. You know, some guys yeah. are mutters. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, Max, some guys are mutters. No, some guys are mutters. They're, they're built for all conditions. Some thrive better in bad conditions. Yes. And, you know, I mean, it, it takes a special person to run in the rain. I mean, I remember – you know our first game in the rain, uh, which was my rookie, was my rookie year, week three, and Miami, I mean, Miami, yes, and the torn or the uh, hurricane. hurricane, yeah. So, so th- does it get more rainy? No, than that it doesn't have that. But I mean, but that that's Ben's first victory. Who was the running back that was? He ran pretty good. It was um, it was it was uh Deuce. Deuce was running. was it Deuce Staley? Yeah, Deuce, okay, yeah, Deuce was running, and and uh, and Willie Parker, I believe. No, no, Willie didn't, Willie didn't get any burn that year. It was um, it was him and Veron. Veron Haynes. Yep. That's who I yeah. was thinking of. Veron Haynes. He was a mutter in that game too. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, well, they had to be, and the clay was still out. Yeah, yeah. So, that was amazing because yeah. I'll never forget. It was raining so hard, and so you got Chaluch Tunchin up in the the booth with Billy, and it's pouring right. Yeah. And 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 I heard Tunch goes, "Come on, you might as well come in and you know come up to the booth. You're just pouring so hard, just sheets and sheets." Yes, of rain and I go, sideways. "I can't, I can't." So the Miami Dolphin cheerleaders are out here. If I come in, you're gonna just barbecue me the whole second half. You just won't let. I know what you're doing. You're setting me up. Absolutely. No way. Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It, it's like it's like one of those traps that you see, you like yes. wild coyote set up. Uh huh. <laughs> That's like it. The Wild big anvil, e, yeah, yeah. The big, the big anvil is sitting over the bird seed. It's like right. come here, free bird seed. <laughs> Up, I love. I always love when when the coyote was like on a train and there's or on the track. He's in this house and and he sees the train coming. He just pulls the shade down as the train comes to blast. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like yeah, ignorance is bliss yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull the shade <laughs> yeah. down here. Oh uh, my goodness! But indeed, but and, yeah. and you know, talking about Jack Delaplane. Uh, this is a guy who, you know what, two Super Bowl rings. Um, you know, he was so nicknamed again because of Myron Copen. If I've got that wrong again, please somebody correct me on it. But he was drafted in the sixth round by the Steelers out of Salem, West Virginia. Salem College in West Virginia, now known as Salem International University. He Whoa. was the first ever to be drafted from Salem. He's a good guy, and uh, we are deeply sorry. Uh, in sorrow for his family and his friends. And uh, I know a good buddy of mine, Bill Stern, played there with him and uh, speaks so highly of Jack and, and just what he did. Did a lot of good things. Well, I mean, a- a- absolutely. And I, and I echo your same sentiments, condolences to the Delaplane family, to friends and those that he's come to touch and know. Um, you know, it, loss is never easy. No. And you know and, that from losing your own father this this yeah, off season, man. I lost my man. father in January, so I, I completely understand. Yes. So yep. you know, to the to the kids out there, yes, <laughs> grandkids, yeah. We, I, I, I share, I share uh, in, in 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 your in your loss. I mean, Absolutely. All right, let's get a little housekeeping done here. Running back Jeremy McNichols got put on the IR with a shoulder injury on the very first day of pads. 
That's yeah. a, that's a bummer, okay? But the Steelers went out and signed, and what does Mike Tomlin always say? One man's misfortune is another man's fortune. So in comes Master Teague the third from uh, former the, Ohio State. The, 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 you have to li- listen. Is they, part, they, they is get that salty. Or, they get salty when you leave out the V. From Ohio the State. Ohio State University. Oh, I yes. didn't know if it was the Master Teague the third. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just, just Master Teague the third. Okay. But from the Ohio State University. Okay. The, yeah, because they do the O H I. How do you do the I when you get your hand? Oh, I. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're, uh, the O is real good. I was, about to, I was gonna say, listen, half my family is like from Ohio, so if I got that, <laughs> if I got that part messed up, I might not be allowed back in the state. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. <laughs> All right. So we got. Uh, running back Master Tig the third from the Ohio State, and he played on three consecutive Big Ten championship teams and two that played in the college football playoffs. So, you know, he does have some some winning experience behind him, and this is a guy that has an opportunity now to come in and, and show what he can do. Yeah, no, great opportunity. Yesterday he, he jumped right into team run yesterday. And literally both his runs, you know, his team runs, he usually run about 30 yards maybe. Right. He, no, he was taking it all the way to the end zone and jogging back. He was pulling a Franco. Yeah, exactly. That's what Franco he, used to do. Yeah, he's like, listen, I, I want everybody to know that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, he, you, you assume he's going to fit into uh, a hotly contested room right now because, you know, I think the reason why you do that is because McNichols didn't look like he was getting any better. And you right. have Anthony McFarlane, you got Benny Snell, right. you have Jalen Warren, and you have Mateo Durant, all of them competing for time. They all want their time. Absolutely. And this is a this is a good competition. But this is the other thing about it is having the opportunity to excel in, in preseason. That's where these backups are going to get their shot. And, again, it's all about – being able to show what what you can do um, to all 31 other teams too, because your resume is going to be your tape, and that you are on uh, you know being observed by everybody else too. Yeah, walking, talking, CV right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need you you and you want to do everything in your power out here on this field to make sure you get on the Acrisure field. Yes. God, that's so- that's all right. We, we got practice. Field. We'll yeah. get it done. We, we will. We'll get it done. Cause, yeah, because once you get it on there, right, you're auditioning for all 32 at that point. You're auditioning for the current one you're on, but all of the others to see if you can get opportunity. And the same for all the other guys. Scouting department's looking at, looking at them as well. So you want to make sure it's like, hey, I'm not the reason you're looking. Go look at another position. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you also have to prove. And you've got to, you know, again, this is about being able to excel uh, at a position. One of the easiest, I, I think one of the easier positions to not know the full playbook but come in is running back in the sense of, look, so much of that is instinct eyes, observation, understanding the structure of the, the play and what the blocking scheme calls for. But then after that, especially in the inside zone, outside zone, which everybody runs, it's not like in the old days when we had, you know, the 32 trap and, the, you know, the, the, the flow 36 and toss 39. You know, those things that were identified by a hole and there wasn't, the, the cutback wasn't there unless it was there, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's going to be vision patience toughness right if you if you could show all three of those things throughout the preferably in one play um but throughout the day right you're pretty good you're pretty good it's like like listen he didn't run through the right hole but he he blasted through the hole he did choose 
Okay. Yeah. Do you we run can work with, with that. Yeah. yeah. We mean, can work with that. How committed are you? That's one of the things that these guys – I remember talking to Willie Parker, and one of the things Willie Parker said to me that was so significant was Jerome Bettis taught him how to slow down. And I was like going, slow down? Why would you want to slow down? He goes, because, you know, you, you hit the hole at a certain speed. Okay, I get that. But then I, I began to understand what his, what his rationalization was. You hit that hole at a certain speed because you got to let the guys up front develop the hole. And, you know, I thought that was significant. It's not something that, that me as a, as a hog really spent a lot of time thinking about. I wish know? Jerome would have stayed, like, at, at least another two years as really? a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> you get those young bucks that just close their eyes, and then it's, it's like a, a 200-pound uh, ballistic enema. It, it's 22 double. It's 22 double, <laughs> Willie. Yeah. Will, do not cut to the outside. <laughs> do n- don't you do it. Let, uh, us, let us double team. Right. Put, I said, I promise you'll get more yardage, and you'll run. Less right. yardage at the same time. <laughs> Listen, less is more in this situation. Because if you follow us through the B gap, yep. I promise you'll get about 15 to 20. Yep. You run outside another 20 yards laterally, you'll only get a five-yard gain. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure the math on that one. But exactly. That, there's a lot of truth in it. Yeah. And simply put, what Willie was saying was that you got to have faith in the guys up front to be able to clear the hole and the patience to let them do it. So you're committed to that run. You're committed to that hole. But then you you, you just kind of uh, govern her down a little bit and then accelerate at the appropriate time. And that's really the how it works. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it's it's simple. It's really elementary. I mean, it seems do, like it's simple. We're just going to go elementary. put our guardian caps on and go down and try it. But that you know theory. what it's like? It's like the, the commercials where you see the crash test dummies in the car and they're looking at a wall. You know, and it's you're accelerating down, and you're like going, "Is it clearing? Is it clearing? Is it boom?" Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. You don't Are know. you gonna stop? What's the stop radius on this thing? <laughs> the brake doesn't work. No, no, dummy, move your foot. <laughs> this is gonna hurt. Yeah, I know this is gonna hurt. Oh my gosh! And that's why you got guardian caps right that's there. That's right. <laughs> there you go. First tested on the human crash test dummies. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. So so we got running back Jeremy McNichols, and he is uh, down. And we got uh, Master Teague the third gets up. Um, you know this is gonna this will this will be interesting to me to see what this young guy can do because he he seems to have some pretty good uh, pedigree. Yeah, not, a pretty good resume. I mean, he's, he's, pretty bu- yeah, he's pretty built up too. <laughs> yeah, really. He looks the part of a running back. Let's let's see let's see if he if he can find a home. <laughs> that that Jalen Warren is just listen, the kid. Really is listen, impressive, is he not? He, he's a clubhouse leader, in my mind. I mean, the kid shows up. He had a great pass here on the seven shots yesterday. Right. Uh, yeah, seven. No. Uh, yeah, seven shots. Okay. Um, I mean, he just he is he's always around. You always see it. We're like, oh man, what went right? Oh, thirty was involved. I mean, mm. that's just the kind of mentality I'm getting right now. He pops on film every single day, and I'm not trying to, no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say, oh my gosh, because I know him or anything. But uh, you know, this young man is uh, is one of those guys. He he lives and breathes football. I mean, it, it's and it's, it's apparent, and he loves it. And let's face it, we need somebody to be that number two guy. That's a, that's a that's a thunder and lightning change up. Yes. You know what I'm saying yep. from Najee, and right now thirty is saying, "Pick me, pick me, pick me." You know it's interesting because he it's it's he strikes me as one of those last frame guys. You know the last frame of the the, the film when you're watching it, he, he's always showing up. Yeah, you know what I mean that 
whether whether it's uh, running with the ball, getting a block, or getting around the ball down the field. He's always making the effort to be in the action. See, for you, for uh, you, you say last frame. I say hot tape. Hot tape. There you go. There we go. But we're both saying the same thing because it, it's if you if we were to go and put those videos together, like from the culmination of practice, he'd have a highlight reel. True. And that's something I can't say for everybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some people like, here that have not. The, the highlight, <laughs> the highlight reel is going to be a couple of Polaroids here by the time we get done here. Exactly, no doubt about it. All right, now the other one is, you know, they, there's discussion. T.J. Watt was a holding last year, and there's a lot of, you know, they're making comparisons to, you know, uh, Deontay and and so forth, and, and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick during OTAs. They're doing a little bit of holdings and all that stuff. But one of the significant things that I remember from last year was. You know, the defense wasn't quite as celebratory, celebratory or quite as, as vocal during training camp. And part of the reason was it was T.J. not, you know, not even thinking about it. He brings such life to that defense besides the stellar play. Uh, he's one of the guys that gets him going with the, you know, the uh, what they throw the ball up in the air and they shoot at it. Yeah. You know, and then he boom. Which is not, probably not quite legal for probably, NFL standards. And probably not going to practice. I would think that's going to create a problem. But in yeah. practice, um, it's part of that, like, um, I don't know, you, you, you pick everybody's spirits up and you get after a little He's bit more. He's the morale leader. That's, that's true. Yeah, I, I, won't say, dare, I won't say cheerleader, but no. he's the morale leader. No, that leader. would be wrong. I mean, but it's the, it's the same thing, right? You know, well, it's a, a cheerleader that, is one that cheers but does not lead out there, right? They lead from but, the sidelines. But, 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 they, but they bring the crowd alive, right? That's their sure. job. They lead the crowd in cheer. That's, yes. And he leads the, the, the yes. defense in cheer. Yes. And you have a bug right there. there oh, we go. man, thank Got you. It. Got it. Jeepers, you almost crushed my collarbone. That's okay. It was it was it was it was it was it wasn't the Rodney Bailey finger. That's the one that crushes. Uh no. <laughs> but uh but no, I mean that you know, TJ TJ does bring that that energy, right? That enthusiasm. He's the jumper cable, yes. right? For the defense. Yes. And then of course Cam sets the mentality of the defense. Boy, does he ever he's always angry. I mean, how angry was he yesterday when we we're walking back from dinner? And what? he just he just saw us as offensive linemen walking side by side. Said, right, right. Said, said, this is your nightmare right here. <laughs> we're in sync as a double team because we were shoulder to shoulder, hip to hip. It was like, yeah. we're coming for you, Cam. <laughs> and, I, and I quickly said, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you got to back the Max, play. Max is a little frosty here, but me, I'm way out of the uh, – contact phase of my life so you're saying you have been chilled down completely <laughs> i'm chilled down completely man oh come on it, it, it's uh, you know it's just what you know hey what do, in a pinch in a pinch yes in a pinch is it still I, yes you, you still, you like still got Kobe one Keith. play left yeah in yeah, a pinch see, there it is yes i'm not as good as i once was but i'm as good once as i ever was that's right there it is but that would be a lie too because you know once again you, you never know you, you never, never know. know you got to pull that one you gotta out. go down we got to go down the dark alley one night <laughs> just to check it just to see, <laughs> just to see how we're at yeah exactly measuring back, test <laughs> if i come back with no teeth then you know what happened that's all right. I, I I know a great dentist that can get you some dentures. It's okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. So getting back to T.J. Watt and his celebrations. The thing that I love about it is the enthusiasm that it generates for the rest of the defense. It picks people up, you know, and, and part of it is raising the focus and intensity of the drill or the play at that moment. And it's also about, again, you, you talk about the integral part of the defense. It's, it is – 
that enthusiasm you got to generate. It's also being a leader, and it's encouraging others to raise their level of enthusiasm. That's one of the things that Cam does, that TJ does so very well. And, you know, that's part and parcel also of, of defensive players, that mindset, you know, of having that overwhelming high-intensity focus and coming after you. That sort of that, – that gets instilled in you. And these are the dog days of summer that create that atmosphere. Yeah, th- 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 this is the point where you're wondering, hey – well, what are you talking about? This is that moment. This is that day. You're about two weeks into camp. It's hitting. It's yes. hot. It's muggy. Yep. And I am tired of hitting you. Yes. <laughs> you, and you are tired of hitting me. You are tired of having to wrestle and tussle with me. Yep. And as I look right now, it's a little hazy looking at the mountain. I'm just saying. It's a little hazy. Not as clear as it has been yes, the last couple of right. days. You're right. So what does that mean? That means it's time to hold on to your keister because things That's are right. going to get a little bit hot. A little bit hot. Which, so, by the way, as we were passing by Cam, and Cam goes, Max, always a pain in my butt. And yeah. you, you go, Cam, always a pain in my butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the acknowledgement of two two guys, yep. Yeah, that's right. We used to, we used to get in each past. other's crawl. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. And me. I just watched. Yeah, you, you I'm just, at that point in my life that I could just watch. Exactly. Nobody here to judge my past actions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no jury here. <laughs> we're, we're not going down that road, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't but, make me call Whitney. <laughs> all right. We got we to gotta go to break. All right, folks. We'll be back with more. We are live at Chuck Knollfield on the campus of St. Vincent College. We'll be right back with more of In the Locker Room. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, back at Chuck Knoll Field, where a certain policy was never followed by Coach Knoll, which would be a Veterans Day off. You know, Veterans Day off was significant. Did Bill Cower have those days? Bill, not to my knowledge. Okay, yeah, I didn't think he was. Other than, like, the movie day. The movie day you know, was every one day off. Yeah, that's everybody got a yeah, day off. Exactly. That was that was just that was just that was, that was pretty much National Lampoon's National <laughs> Vacation. There you go. Yeah. But you know the 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 one I, who was or it? Family Day. Family oh, yes. Day was shortened. Family Day. Yep. Family Day was shortened, right? Because we'd have the goal line period. And yes, shortened that's true. Script so that you could get to spend time with your family and go home a little bit earlier and spend the spend the next true. day up and then come back the next night. That's true. Okay, so you got that. Well. One of the things that, that Mike Tomlin brought in is, of course, the Veterans Day off. And yesterday, Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Miles Jack, and Chooks Okorafor all took advantage of that. It's You know, it's interesting because you, you listen to Mike, and I, I talk about it because Chuck never believed in that. And it was always with Chuck that a Veterans Day off was getting cut. But, you know, the thing about with Mike, it, does, it makes great sense. You want to thin the lines out because it's about the younger guys and not so much the older guys. You know, the older guys need less time to – be prepared to be able to step on the field and get done what they needed to get done. But, you know, the, the, the fact of it is, if you, you know, if you look at it and you, you see that the young guys aren't getting enough reps, you got to do something. You got less preseason games. You got yeah. three. All right? yeah. You got only single practices. So yeah. you got less reps already. Le- yeah. Less physical reps. Yes. Well, less reps already because you don't have two a days yeah so you're not going to show up on film twice a day nope right so then also 
you know, you've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, shells every third day. So that's another day when, you know, I mean, let's face it, shells is not the same as pads when you're putting it on film. No, and we saw it yesterday during practice, right? After you've seen a pad at practice, yes. it's tough to really judge shells. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it tough. It really is. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, ah, and then, and then you go back and you watch the tape, you're like, uh, okay, who's related over here? Who's yeah. related by blood or by marriage? <laughs> All right, I found the brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. I found it. We got a union going on on one side and a brother-in-law on the other. And- yeah, exactly. And, and so, you know, yeah, it, it's important. Those vet days actually are opportunity days for the younger guys because they're going to fill that void. And, you know, you look at yesterday, um, Tuzar and Gennard Avery got a lot right. more rest. Delonte Scott. Okay, how do you TJ's- pronounce Gennard or Gennard? I thought, I thought it was, it was Gennard. Gennard. I thought it was Gennard. Okay, well, we'll have to. I don't have a phonetics listing. Yeah, I don't so either. So just go off a of feel. Yeah, me too. You, you know, you know. yes, it's a G with an E and then an N. I'm like, Gennard is okay. Gennard. And so is You're Gennard. You're a little El Francais on that. Yeah, a l- 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 little Francois on there. <laughs> um, but, you know, so they, so, they got, so they got some good reps. Obviously, with how many defensive linemen we have, Cam being out of the rotation gave all of them more reps. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. Carl Dunbar loves to rotate through. So right. everyone got some reps, and the guys probably got a couple more. But there was bodies rolling in and out, so you can't tell if it was Louder Milk that got some more reps or if it was DeMarvin Leal. You know, right. who who was it that got it? All of them were getting a lot of reps because Cam wasn't in there. And then, of course, with Chooks being out, you had an opportunity for Joe Haig yes. and uh, Trenton Scott who alternated at that right tackle position with first-team reps uh, during that. And then they also, because they moved up, then, of course, more guys. John LeGlue was cross-training yesterday. How about that? He, he yeah. was out at tackle. He was out at left tackle. Left tackle, yeah. yeah. And the big LeGlue looked yeah. like he knew what he was doing ha- ha- out there. Had, had some motion. Had some motion out there. He did. And, of course, uh, Jake Dixon bumps in and gets a little guard cross-training. Right. So there was a lot of good things. When you have vet days – it's not so much as, oh my goodness, the vets are out. No, it was like, okay, these young guys are now getting a shot, and they and the ones that are doing well are getting rewarded for because they're getting bumped up to first team reps, and that's right. where you want to be, right? You oh, want to yeah, be the you, you want to be the sixth the man off the bench, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta show up, you know, and you, if you don't get any one's time, yeah. I mean, the first significant thing that I found out my rookie year was when I got stuck into the game in the second quarter with Terry Bradshaw as quarterback. Then I thought. Okay, I got a chance because they don't they don't put you in there with uh, you know with, with, with the, the golden goose. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't go in with the golden they, goose because if, uh, if they're unsure that you might kill the golden goose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I almost did, but you didn't. <laughs> well, almost oh. only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. That's right. But Randy White did did smack him down pretty good in my first, the first pass protection, the third play of the first series. He beat me. Oh, I didn't even – he just ghosted me. I yeah. couldn't remember where he went to. Yeah, see, and how about me? I mean, I got my first one with Ben, but this was not the Ben that we know. Right. James Hall, Detroit Lions, first preseason game up there in the new Ford Field. Okay. We were open yes. that stadium. And my first pass – and there's a still shot of it. So it, it lives in infamy. Infamy. Somewhere. Infamy, I tell you. My feet are clicking together on the first pass <laughs> oh, set. No. As, as he's like – level with me and I don't have a hand on him yet so I'm like well we all know how that ended. yeah we know that's gonna it's gonna end poorly <laughs> yeah exactly it's not like I recovered and made it look anytime good. you pull a Dorothy with the the red shoes and 
That's right. Clicking Try, your heels. Trying to get back to Kansas. Oh, you, you click your heels, you're done. You're done yeah. on a pass rush, You're, you're man. done on a pass especially Especially right out the gates. Oh, yeah. Especially right out the gates. And, and the thing about it is you're hustling to get that kick step in and find the rhythm of the pass rusher, which is really difficult at, at tackle because it's not like you get a warm-up into it. If you get stuck in and it's the first one, it's brutal. It's close quarter, you know, at guard, that's different because now it's more of a phone boothy type thing. There's not as much movement, at least in my day, because it was more of a cannon shot. You punch at the line of scrimmage, you redirect. Um, boy, that's impressive. You see those big air, air buses coming in? Yeah. That's pretty nice. We're, we're by the airport. We're right by the airport. Yes. Yesterday you saw the, how the helicopters yes, doing touch and goes. Did they, I didn't see the touch and go. I just well, saw because the I saw I saw them go down and then okay. come back up and they make like this large loop around and come back to the airfield. Ah. And there were some Blackhawks, so it was really really cool to see those bad boys out there. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Terry Bradshaw's last game at Shea Stadium. Uh, we were in the flight path, so you would be out there in the field and you know blue forty seven blue awesome. <laughs> Some jets going over yeah. the top, and all of a sudden you're like, "What's the count?" Yeah, <laughs> Where exactly. Are we at? Sorry. Ooh, look at that pretty plane. Pretty plane. <laughs> pretty plane. Pretty plane. Yeah. Oh my heavens! Yeah. But what were we discussing? We were talking about something. But no, no, no. We're, we're we're talking about vet days oh, and yes. guys getting opportunities. The vet days and so forth, and the opportunities that arise when you're able to take advantage of them. And one of the things, like we talked about. Was the John LeGlue? Was the Jake Dixon? Yeah, guys that uh, and the other Trent Scott you talked about. Yeah, Trent Scott. Yeah, and uh, these are all important days for guys like that because the more you can display your wares at whatever positions, as they always say, the more you can do, the harder it is for us to get rid of you. As Chuck used to tell us all yeah. the time. Um, you know, a guy like John LeGlue, the fact that he had starts at guard last year. Yeah, I've seen him play center. I've seen him play tackle, left tackle. Uh, you know, in camp thus far. So he's got a real opportunity, and he's done well with his opportunities. Yeah, the second best ability is flexibility. Oh. The first oh. one's availability. Okay, yes. Yeah. Got, got to be availability. And then flexibility is number well, two. Well, knowledgeability is, like, pretty good, too. Yeah. Third. <laughs> Third. Who needs knowledge out there, right? Hey, listen, are you available? It doesn't matter how much knowledge you have in the world. If you're not out there being able to use it, it's moot at that point. You become an encyclopedia that somebody may or may not pick up. <laughs> I, 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 never mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll just continue to roll. But, again, the important thing being that these guys take advantage of it because those opportunities, as my uh, college coach used to say, my offensive line coach back in, at college, the train only comes by sometimes for one time for a guy in his career. You better be ready when that train comes by. Got to jump on it. You got to be ready to go. The moving train, as Mike Tomlin would talk about, and that train is moving. Today should be good. I'm looking forward to it. You come off a shell day, so you got the pads back on. Guys are starting to get their rhythm of camp. You know, you start to find that you pad take a speed. nap here, your pad speed, you're going to get taped and rehab, whatever, you know what I mean, like icing and stuff like that. You find a rhythm in camp that, yeah. you know, you just kind of stick with. The routine. The, the routine. routine. you got to find the routine and know, hey, how much time do I really need in the locker room, <laughs> you know, yeah. before practice? How many pillow time, how much downtime do I get, and can I effectively use it? <clears throat> because it's one thing to wait to the last minute you're playing video games in your room. Well, another, we never had video games. I, I know you did. I'm just speaking for the current right. edition from my time to up to current. They do have <laughs> video games now that are attached to the TVs. 
But, uh, you know, if you're doing that or if you're laying in bed, keep your legs up, make sure that lactic acid, right. you know, and blood flow is going good. Or a guy gets down a little bit early and he hits a little hot and cold contrast in the tubs, you know, to get the body shocked a little bit. Do you think it's – it, to me it seems harder to have a guy nowadays who comes out of nowhere uh, and makes a club. You know, because you got – as we talked about earlier, you got less opportunities. You know, yeah. when you come to training camp, you don't have the doubles. You don't have, uh, you know, all the padding, uh, padded time you want to show what you're going to do. Because, let's face it, if you're in shells, you're not going to – you know, you can't evaluate off that. No, you can't. You can't, you, can't, you, you can't figure out if a guy can break through a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just – you're not going to. But I, th- I think the other thing that's important is th- there still is. Because look at Jalen Warren. Right. There's, undrafted there's free still agent. a place for it. There's yes. still a place for it. So it's not to discourage anyone. It's just it's a lot harder, and your effort has to start a lot sooner. You know, whereas most times you, you can just wear down and then by process of elimination. Well, like Jerry Osefsky. I, yeah. I remember Jerry's rookie year. He just kept showing up twice a day every day. Yeah. Tough as nails. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Jerry will tell you he wasn't the greatest athlete or like that, but he mentally he was sharp as a, as a tack as far as uh, – you know, in his assignments, and he, uh, he, you couldn't, he didn't make the same mistake twice. Yeah, you know, and he was just a highly intelligent player, and he kept showing up. He's, like I said, such a tough guy, and that's how he made the team. Yeah, exactly. Some people chop wood. Yeah. Other people bring chainsaws. <laughs> Which right. one are you? As long as long as you're still cutting the tree, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which one are you? Chopping wood, chainsaws. One of the guy that's been both chopping wood and chainsawing a little bit is a guy named George Pickens. Yes, he is. Boy, he is good. Is he, he not? He is. He is. He is. He is muy bueno in muy Spanish. Muy bueno. Yes. Muy bueno. Um, and, and George, like you said, there's always a play every day that he's going to make. That, that there's truth in that. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it was uh, the sideline route that he didn't catch the ball, he was spectacular even when he didn't catch the ball. Yeah. When he made that twisting. Uh, you know, uh, triple Lindy type attempt at a catch on the sidelines here, or he goes yard on another pass play, and he had I mean, the touchdown. And, yep. And uh, what was that? Was it seven? No, two minute drill. Two minute drill. Two minute yep. drill had, had the shout, had the drag across the back line. Right. And he also had one up the sidelines with somebody I can't yeah. remember who. But you know, the fact is, watching this young man operate, you know, he's got that linear speed. He's got that straight line over the top stack, the cornerback type of guy. You know, the uh, road runner beep beep. I'm yeah. gone uh type of type of speed and yet he also is one of these guys that i watch him when run the routes he's a pretty darn sophisticated route runner for very such a young man. very technical and that's one of the things that i've noticed now a lot of young guys coming out of college now they can run the entire route tree <clears throat> colleges are using that within their spread True. systems and the way that they're passing the ball uh wide receivers are coming in they have volume catches for for more often than not, right? So they've caught a hundred plus balls in college before they've gotten here. You know, they they they've run every single route. They played multiple positions in the offense at the wide receiver position, and they're more polished when they come in. And we're seeing that show up because I mean, even looking at some of the other young guys that are that that are in that rotation outside of Pickens, Calvin Austin, another right. rookie, he's right? He's been showing up. He has shown up huge. He's yep. been ready to rock and roll. And another guy that does it, we kind of we get him lost between him and Gunner, Tyler Sneed. So Tyler 80, Sneed, made, him and Steven Sims made a couple <clears throat> big plays yesterday. Yeah, they made a couple big ones, especially across the middle, um, you know, in traffic, uh, making some great 
great ca- contested catches. Yes. And it's one of the things where you kind of get confused a little bit because they're all like small, mighty mite sizes. Right, right. And Five, you're like, you're like, you're like is, is that Gunner? No, that's Tyler. Okay, Kyler, the other er, the other er, got it. You got to stand up and stretch your jersey so we can see it because the numbers are folded up. It's too up. compact. It's too compact. <laughs> <laughs> Need more signage. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just too little to see from here. Yeah, but you know what? These guys are showing up, and they're looking really good. And it's it's pretty exciting when you think about some of the new blood that's coming uh, available. And yet, of course, the the, the guy that the, the Steelers drafted, George Pickens. My goodness, the guy really is just one of those. No, nah, he he's you look at him. Out. Do you think if you're Deontay, do you think you're sitting on the sidelines going, uh, I might want to end this pretty soon? I mean, you, you have to feel more and more pressure. You have to feel more and more pressure that you're not going to get what you're holding out for because the talent on the field is saying, we can fill the void. Right. I mean, we want you, and we think you, you are a proven oh, yes, commodity. You're wanted, you are wanted, but there's a value to that want. Let me ask you this. How much do you think the occasional yips that seem to hit the – Deontay every now and then. Listen, the guy's a superb NFL wide receiver. The yeah. guy's got everything that it takes. I know that uh, when and he's you go shown to, it. Yes, and and he's displayed it on the field. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, absolutely. The problem is there is a proliferation in the passing game from youth football on upwards, and you've got a, t- a ton of, of good wide receivers that come out, a la a George Pickens and so forth. Um, and it makes you just wonder, you know, how much value are you? You're only worth the value that the Steelers place on you, really. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think, you know, for him <clears throat> and Chase and, and and even Pat, I mean, having those guys not available doesn't even give the starting QBs or the guys taking the ones reps a true look at what this offense can be. <clears throat> so you have to say right now, are they are they are they thriving in spite of or you know, are they actually, you know, have, ha, ha, you know, being resolute in what they see right. as far as a challenge? You know, because if you feel the heat, right, uh, you you might come up off uh, some some of those hard lines um, to get back out there. Because, right, because the first preseason game's coming up, and you still have two new quarterbacks that are throwing. Right. And you got to get some rhythm. And I know OTA and minicamps was great and all, but. Yeah, there comes a point where it's like you you got to get inundated and you got to get used to them, and they have to get used to you so that you can make sure that you still have the same production you did from a year ago. Absolutely. Or opportunity you know, at production. It's going to be interesting to see how this works out, but we got to go to break. We're going to come back with more as we attempt to solve all problems in Steelers Nation. We will. <laughs> we will. Our, our, our hour and 18 left to do it. We'll, That's we're what do we it do. That's every what day. We do. <laughs> and every day. Bringing it to you. All right, we'll be back with more live from training camp. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas back after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are in the last segment of the first hour here at training camp. And, uh, Max, i got to ask you about yesterday because we had the two-minute drill, which is the first we've seen in training camp thus far. And both quarterbacks looked pretty good there. And uh, Mitch Trubisky scored, although there is some contention about how, how he scored. 
Yes, we, we, we have to put a little asterisk. Yeah, to there, the score. maybe that there was a little help there. Yeah, there might have been a nudge. Yeah, right? like you the know, ball a phantom penalty. Right, that might have that might have turned a third down incompletion into a first down play. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, keep the drive alive, keep the yes. rhythm going. Right, no you doubt know, about little, it. Little debarge, right? Keep, feel <laughs> the beat DeBarge. of the rhythm of the night, baby. <laughs> Dance until the morning light. <laughs> that's why we're dancing on the ceiling. No, yeah. that's um, somebody that, else. That, that would be uh, Li- Lionel Richie. Yeah, Lionel Richie. There yes. we go. There we go. The Commodores. There we go. I got it. That, Pulling out the old thank music you. jukebox yeah, out, of, that worked, out of the that There we go. All right. So, anyhow, we got that two-minute drill going on. Both teams look pretty good. Like I said, Trubisky got a score. I uh, had a little help maybe. But, again, one of the things that's been hampering Mitch and and, and people, I don't, I don't keep track of all things. Yeah. But he has uh, he had a no for 16 on the, in the seven, uh, seven, seven shots. shots. Yeah. You know, and so um, one of the things that, that I remember hearing about Mitch early on, and then I went back and watched some 2018 uh, uh, film of his Pro Bowl year. Uh, he's – it's like from – 20 to 20, he is very good at running the offense. But when he yeah. gets to red zone, he seems to struggle a little bit more. Finding the shortened windows, those, you know, con- confines. Everything, yeah, everything is condensed. Everything is condensed. And you got that 12th man yes. lingering at the, at the back end line. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and not to mention the overwhelming noise volume. If you are on the road and you're in, you know, down by a, at the enemy uh, stadium there, they can make a tremendous amount of noise there. They, they, they can cause a lot of, a lot of, uh, Communication a lot of problems. issues. Yes. A lot of issues for you. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, that first drive was good. You saw some really good route running, a couple, you know, dare I say it, middle routes, seam routes yes. that were hit during that drive. Um, and, you know, and you could see the vision going through the progression um, with Mitch. You know, he found he found that one shallow one. I think it was to um, uh, who was who's who's uh, seventeen seventeen. Oh, that's Calvin. No, no, no. no that's no, seventeen. Um, uh, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. Yes. So Anthony Miller had a couple of. Dang it! I got the wrong. Guy. You know, I, I work l- on that l- stuff, l- trying to memorize it. But there's like eighty five guys know on it. here. It's like a college roster right yes, now. Yes, it's huge. You know, in training camp. You know, when we get in season, we know who the fifty three are. We can we can right. the fifty three in our dark. But when you add that extra about yeah. thirty plus guys, you but know, you challenge yourself, you man. You challenge we're, yourself we're in training every day. camp. We're, this is training camp hey, for us too. This, this is mental training for us. <laughs> if anybody says that we have it easy sitting under a canopy right now, they are wrong. <laughs> they are wrong. <laughs> Jacob, could you get the uh, fan blowing a little bit harder? Actually, okay. actually I appreciate it. he brought some extra water. So <laughs> yes, okay. he did. We love it's that okay. guy. He, he, he's good. We don't need the fan. <laughs> yeah. So the two-minute drill, yeah. it so, looks so, pretty good both ways. Yeah, um, both ways. Mason looked looked good, spot on. He had, a, he had a drop there. There was a couple drops that yeah. he put the ball in the guy's hands. Yeah, guys, guys didn't catch him. And then, there, you know, there was a stall at the last. You know, they were inside the five, and um, they, had, they had five seconds left on the clock. Mason kind of held it a little bit too long Oops. waiting for – Waiting for the crosser a, to clear. That's a valid critique there. Yeah, and and you just you have to get it out. If you don't, when you have five seconds, you're that close. You want two shots yes. in five seconds. So if you don't see it, snap judgment says this guy's not open. He's not going to get open. Throw get it rid away. Of the ball. Yes. Get rid of the ball. Live to fight another day. Put another play up on the menu. Based off of what you saw, now you can kind of gather what the defense is trying to do, and uh, and that was the only 
probably hiccup in all of the drill, but he got down to within the five. Oh, yeah. I think it was like the three-yard line or something like that. So you proved you can get close to it. And, of course, you don't have your top guys out there. Right. So so you're trying to figure out who do I have the best rhythm with for one of these tight, you know, lasers I'm about to put on the guy because that's what you do at that at that level. And also trying to avoid the D lineman with the uh, with the – the coined brother phrase of J.J. Swat, you know, guys putting their hands up <laughs> yes, and, swat, and batting the ball down. Because we've seen that a number of times throughout camp when guys are trying to make those shorter touch throws that a big a big, a big paw is just going to come out of nowhere and just bat it down. You know, the interesting thing, too, is that that, that really comprises some good conditioning. Yeah. You know, when you do a two-minute drill, if you've not been in one of those things, that is man on Even mass. simulated. It's oh, tiring. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially at the end of practice, as you simulate how tired you would be from being a, a whole game long and then yeah. having to kick it into overdrive, you've got to be able to call upon those mental faculties and physical resources that you need to be able to do something like that because that is not an easy thing to do. The mantra of one more play. Yes. That's what has to go through your mind. Yeah. You're like, listen, okay, we got that one down, just one more play. One more play. And I after that one, just one more play. Man, oh, man, I remember in one year we were playing in Dallas, and it was brutally hot. It was one of those Texas droughts, you oh, know, yeah. just heat going on. Uh-huh. And I remember we, we mounted a fourth quarter drive. It was Monday night football early in the 80s. And in the fourth quarter, we were in – we had come out of training camp here, and, this, and the Cowboys had come out of Thousand Oaks. Yeah, it had okay. been a bit breezy. Area, yeah. yeah, it had been a little breezy in, in Thousand Oaks, but it was very humid in Latrobe as it was in our training camp. So when we came out and played in Dallas on Monday night football, the whole fourth quarter, I remember watching Harvey Martin. Uh, we had uh, Randy, uh, Randy White. These guys on the long drives that we took in the fourth quarter, they were literally on their knees until Bradshaw came up and got under center, and then they'd raise up. They were so tired. We, we, well, I was tired too. But yeah, I kept he, thinking to myself, I can get up one more time than he can. That's you know? right. And I have to actually walk from the huddle and get to the line, so I can't go on my knees. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> can't do it. Could, could you imagine get, breaking the, the huddle and just getting that little, that little knee scoot? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. And then, then you lift yourself up. <laughs> I'm, I'm so freaking tired. I'm just going to stand here at the line of scrimmage, and you just come yeah. and tell me the play. Exactly. I'm going to stay right here on my knees. I'm, I'm guarding the ball, guys. I'm guarding the ball. <laughs> Nobody's going to get it. Just tell me the play. Just whisper it in my ear. No, just, I'm good. Just, I'm good. Just looking up at the sky, <laughs> eyes closed. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah. We, we, the, the great Ernie Stautner, the former Steeler, was the yes. defensive line coach there at that time. And I remember we ran a sweep to the right. We crashed out of bounds, and I'm laying on the sidelines there, getting unpiled here. And I look up, and Ernie is screaming at his defensive guys. And I, I remember so vividly, the veins were standing out in his neck as he's screaming oh, at him. Yeah. And, I, and it really felt like, we got him. We got him. They're, they're just so tired, and they're so not ready for this moment in time, this, this last part of the fourth quarter, driving it down with this extreme heat. We got him, you know what I mean? But at yeah. the same time, <laughs> you're just like, oh, if the pain would just stop. Yeah, the I pain would just stop. I, 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 could, I could lay here. I can lay here. I can it's just okay. lay here. Don't even hey, Ernie, pillow. Ernie, don't, quiet, quiet. I, I just need a little quiet here. Ernie, I'd appreciate it if you talked to them sensibly like men. <laughs> you don't need to scream. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need to yell. That? They know what it is. They're here. They see the lights. They know. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Gosh. Yes, that was 
I don't. You know, it was interesting because throughout the '80s, we played often. The, the the third the the third or fourth game at preseason would be in Dallas. It's like it was always oh, wow. part of Chuck's. Got to get make sure that we're heat conditioned and see how we well, do. And, and you're also breeding that that contention, you know, with the Steelers and the Cowboys. True. Right? There we was carry a lot on there. tradition. Now now we have it replaced. Usually you're playing Carolina in the preseason. This year we're not, but it used to be for years. Absolutely. All right, Max. We got to go to break. We'll be back with more after this. Coming up, more training camp. From training camp. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR. SNR.